Well, hello, and we welcome you to the World Travel Dad Show, where we help you travel intelligently with your family. With trip planning, money-saving tips, and funny stories, we are a resource for your next travel chapter. We are excited to have you here, and we hope our adventure helps you with yours. Tips, jokes, stories, and overall fun for your ears to enjoy. Now here's our host, World Travel Dad. Hello and welcome in. You've found the World Travel Dad Show. Today's show is a very special episode. This is the Christmas edition of the World Travel Dad Show. And we have a great show planned for you. And I'm so glad that you're listening wherever you are. Uh, We're going to start off with uh, some current events. I will try to keep the politics to a minimum, but there are some things we want to talk about. We'll get into some do's and don'ts of our current location, which is Phuket, Thailand. We'll also do a trip report to Kata Noa, Kata Noa Beach in Phuket, which is where we are stationed currently. I'll have a full report toward the end of the show. But, of course, love to start off with current events. So that's where we will begin. We begin <coughs> current events with the Sam Bankman Freed story. We've been covering this for quite a while now, a few weeks at least. He was indicted. He is going to uh, come back to the U.S. He was in the Bahamas. And I'm sort of waiting for more fallout from this story. We've kind of covered all that we can about what's happened. You know my opinion is a cynical one, but I'm not sure that uh, that this is the next Bernie Madoff. You know, there have been all these sort of hyperbolic statements about it. I mean, I, he's, he's dealing with a lot of money, but, you know, back in the days of the uh, Madoff Ponzi scheme, there wasn't this high rate of inflation. You know, when you talk about a billion dollars now, it's like people get bored. Um, it, a billion's not what it used to be. And so some of the wire fraud laws that we talked last time about the point system and how you can be facing life in prison by maximizing the points against you, and that primarily has to do with the amount of money in play. And so that statute, um, I'm not sure if they adjust it to inflation or to the interest rates. You know, the Fed's kept interest rates very low, and it's led to some very um, risky um, investments. You know, it's it's the the risk curve. I want to say it's the Phillips curve, but that's probably not correct. I think that has something to do with unemployment rates. But Sam Bankman-Fried allegedly has some ties to Democrat lawmakers, and I'd love to see more investigation on that. I want to see if the Democratic Party needs to pay back any campaign donations um, through any kind of clawback provisions. Um, 
or any laws governing that. I know a lot of people will have to pay clawbacks, but let's see if the uh, congressman can um, avoid that. But I'd love to see more follow-up on that. I'd love to see more investigation on uh, what other companies, you know, I keep hearing that FTX is causing this ripple and this domino effect, but I haven't seen it. I'm watching CNBC. Nobody else has declared bankruptcy. No one of note. Some of these, you know, small kind of chop shops. The Alex Majinski uh, firm went under um, and some of these other smaller places, but nothing big, you know. Uh, Binance has not filed for bankruptcy. So that's the other shoe I'd like to see drop there. Uh, but until then, we can move on to something else. There was a World Cup final that I watched here in Phuket the other night. I didn't actually intend to watch it. Um, it was at 10 o'clock our time, and we hadn't watched many matches because we'd have to go to a sports bar late at night with our kids to watch any matches. So we did that for the U.S. game back in Kalanta. But for this game, I, um, you know, this is the World Cup final. It's exciting, you know. Two blue blood franchises, the Argentines and the French. Argentina is kind of carried by Messi. Um, that guy, he does, he does a little bit of everything. He does a lot of everything. I mean, he does so much out there on the uh, pitch. Uh France was without their best striker, Kareem Benzema. But this was the Mbappe coming out party. So we'll get to that in a minute. I'm lying in bed the other night. Um, It's almost 10 o'clock. I didn't know if we would get it at our apartment. But I thought, you know, let me just check. Um, So I walked out 10 o'clock. Sure enough, they were announcing the starting lineups. So lucky me. You know, the whole house is asleep. My wife would later claim she was awake and she was upset that I didn't wake her up. But um, I think I made the right call there because I just had a feeling I was getting into something a little over my head. So it's at 10 o'clock my time. Sure enough, I didn't go to bed until after 1 o'clock because of the penalty shootout, the extra time. Which, by the way... With soccer, it's it's not that bad. I mean, as long as that match seemed, it, it only took three hours. That's like the average NFL game. And, and if you watch an NFL game, like, I know that people love it, and I do too. I mean, I'm a Denver Bronco fan, and we, you know, we're, we're, a, Bronco, we're a football town. But you don't really see much. You see a lot of beer commercials. You see a few plays here and there, you know. You don't really see a whole lot. So anyway, the soccer match, this marathon, took as long as an average NFL game. Um, and I know I think people would criticize soccer because, yeah, you're you know you're you're playing the whole time. You're not there's no stoppage of play, but kicking it back to the goalie like that. I mean, you might as well call that a stoppage of play. That it, that's such a letdown when they have to do it, um, when they have to kick it backward like that. But, you know, that's part of, uh, that's why the Europeans and 
I guess everyone else other than the U.S. Like, you know, they do better at soccer because kicking it back is acceptable. You know, you live to fight another day. You know, play for the tie. You know, everyone go. No, nobody loses. You just kick it backwards. You kick it around a little bit. I will say, every time you kick it back to the goalie, that guy just chunks it out to midfield. I mean, that that's doing. Ba- you're basically just kicking off. You know, that's like the NFL equivalent of kicking off. So, you soccer people out there, it's not. It's not like you're building up some huge play from the goalie side. You know, you're kicking it out of trouble, but that's like a fourth down punt to me. If, if the goalie just chunks it out to midfield. Um. Anyway. Buckle up. This uh, soccer take is not um, over yet. I, I have more to say on this. Okay, the other thing I wanted to say... By the way, I lost my notes, so I'm going to be choppy today. I usually keep detailed notes on these. Um, the penalties in this game. Um, look, it's a very well-officiated game. I'm, I just don't like the penalty rule. That first penalty where Messi scored... The guy barely got into the penalty box, and he got tripped, and there were defenders everywhere. There's no way that guy's scoring. He's just, he's not going to score. But because he, somebody like, dinked his foot and he fell. And look, I I played indoor soccer, all right. And if you're running really fast and someone like, kicks your shin, it hurts and you're going to fall. So they're not all that belly aching is not always acting, but. I thought I just think that penalty is is way too harsh. Um, he wasn't going to score. No, there's no way he was going to score. There's defenders everywhere. He barely got into the box, um, and he got tripped. And they gave they gave him a penalty. And then when you when you're a player and you score the penalty, don't get that excited. You know, it's not like you scored a goal on your own. You had to be set up at the penalty spot. Yes, I know there's a chance you could miss it, but let's not let's not act like that's the equivalent of a regular goal. So, I, I don't know. You, you soccer people, you tell me where I'm wrong on that. Um, my wife played soccer in college, and I'm always bringing these c- complaints to her. And, um, you know, she's an American, so she sides with me on a lot of this stuff. We, we need to, as a country, either decide we're cool with soccer the way it is and, and get used to the rules because Americans don't like to go backwards. We like to push it forward. For years, our U.S. men's national team would do nothing but have a great goalie, Tim Howard, and then we just kick the ball down, we just pound it down, and that was it. We had no skill. I guess at least this year we had a little bit of skill, so that's good. Um, one quick thing. So, as you know, this game ended uh, with Argentina winning a sh- uh, penalty shootout. Um, Mbappe played great. The, the his second goal, the the real one, not the penalty. It's not. It didn't get enough credit. It's like people just. I don't know what they were watching. That goal was amazing. He kicked it out of mid air into the corner of the goal at that moment in the game where you're about to lose and he scores. Uh, I just, I felt bad. I almost, I was rooting for France, you know, full disclosure. Um, Les, Les Bleus, they, um, they're my team at the, at this stage. Cause I've been to France, never been to Argentina, but Messi came through as well. I mean, what a great match. His, 
his goal um, to go up three two was not a tap in. That I heard I saw it called a tap in. No, no, no. It was not a tap in. It was a terrific goal. It was not a tap in. Um, anyway, that's enough about soccer. So those are the stories I wanted to cover heading in to the Christmas holiday. Um, there, um, usually we got a Santa Claus stock market rally. I don't, that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, better hurry up. You know, feds messing with interest rates. Everyone's sitting there watching, waiting, waiting for Jay Powell to, you know, hang in on every word. Like this is not, not a healthy market. We shouldn't be doing that. Uh, but those are the current events. So let's, uh, let's move on. We'll be right back. I can't tell you how versatile the Wise Card has been for my travels. From paying for my kids' school tuition in Ubud to wiring the tour company payment for our snorkeling trip, the Wise Card has been there for me. Let me explain how it works. From the States or anywhere, you purchase foreign currency and keep it in your WISE account. It becomes your de facto foreign bank account. You purchase at the current exchange rate. If you think the dollar is at its peak in value, purchase a foreign currency, pay a very minimal fee, and voila, you have your short dollar position. Congratulations, you're now a foreign currency trader, and you didn't have to open a bank account in Montenegro. And fellas, your wife wants to go to Italy. She's sick of the bowling alley as your idea of entertainment. Why not start by opening your WISE account today? If you use the link in the show notes, capitalized with at least $300 US, World Travel Dad gets a minuscule kickback that I promise to use on cheap beer. Take your wife to Italy. Let's get back to this thing I'm calling a show. So we are in Phuket. There are three main beaches. There's Kata, Kata Noi, which is where we are. That's like little Kata Beach, and it is a gem. I'll talk about that a bit more. I wanted to do a, a few do's and don'ts, though. It's always kind of fun um, to kind of try to figure out a place a little bit. I'm not quite there yet here, but I will start with the first do, which is get in the waves. Um, this beach has some waves. It's pretty awesome. I'm pretty glad that uh, it delivered. I, we were telling the kids for months, you know, just wait till Thailand. There's going to be some waves. There's going to be a real ocean. Um, nothing against south of France. The Mediterranean was terrific, but definitely no waves. And... Uh, we didn't know what we were talking about. None of us had been, neither of us had been to Thailand, but we have been vindicated because Thailand has had multiple days of waves. Um, these are two to four footers. They aren't like California waves. They're not as powerful, but that's really nice because they're not going to push the kids to the, 
to the ground like like a San Diego wave will do. And um, if you've ever been out to Southern California, much more powerful waves, better for surfing. You know, the, you can you can really do some surfing out there. You can surf here. I've seen people doing it. They're kind of doing the um, the beginner kind of pop-up drills. Um, but actually, today the waves look pretty nice. I, I think... I think I'm going to have to rent a surfboard. Um, I have to do it. Okay. The first don't is don't try to pedantically be a, an environmentalist with the merchants. Let me tell you what I mean. In, uh, in Colorado, we have a big push for uh, reuse and reduce you know, there's the reduce, reuse, recycle. And everyone knows about recycling. Turns out that it's kind of a sham worldwide. This whole time we've been thinking we're like saving the world and it's basically all going to the same place. And so that's not going to work. You know, we can't do that forever. So what we can do is we can try to cut down on the use of single-use plastics. And in Colorado, that's a big push. And so we've really tried to be vocal about it um, I know Jeremy Jones, a, he's a big snowboarder that I follow. Um, he says, if you can't do anything else, at least be vocal about it. You know, tell everyone what you're doing, why you're doing it. Um, I wonder if anyone's punched that guy. Um, but you got to do it. I, I agree with him. You have to be vocal. So I will take reusable bags to the vendors and I will tell them, I'm going to use this bag, sir. And they they almost don't want me to do that. They have It's like they have these plastic bags they're trying to unload on you. And I've had to politely push these plastic bags away. And I've had to try to... I, I've reused some cups. And it's like, you got you to pull teeth to just reuse a cup. And it, you know, then everywhere they have these signs posted... You know, blaming the tourists for the trash problem. It's like, hey, tourists, you know, you're you're the problem. You know, please do your part to help keep this place clean. Yeah, how about you do your part? I'm doing my part. You you guys, you know, you're you're blaming the tourists for this amount of trash. Um, I think you should look in a mirror sometimes, vendors. So I continue to fight the battle. Um, reusable all the way, but, um, you know, I'm pretty pedantic and I can be annoying with people and, um, I'm just not getting through on that point with the, uh, vendors. Okay. The next do, uh, relax, do relax. Um, I think in our, in our busy lives, you know, it's hard to do that. Um, even on this trip that we're taking, I feel like sometimes I'm stressed out about certain things, which people in a cubicle would like punch me if they knew what I was stressed out about. But, um, you know, I think Phuket, from what I can tell, there's a reason it's a world-class destination. Um, it really is a very relaxed place and it puts you in this like mellow kind of trance, um, a rhythm of beach life. Um, there are a ton of Russians down here right now, and I've really enjoyed observing them. Um, 
uh, I'm not going political. I'm not even touching the conflict. I'm just I'm just tell, talking about Russian families and people um, that I've observed. They're really loving it and they're really relaxing. And so it kind of encouraged me to do the same. And if you ever get to Phuket, maybe you've already been here, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. Totally relaxing place. Okay, don't expect uh, bargain basement pricing, though. It's, Phuket's a little bit expensive. You know, we came from Kalanta, and we, um, we, were, we were spoiled over in Kalanta. It was very affordable. We found some restaurants over there that were so cheap, and they were so good. And they cook a lot of this. Uh, th- this Thai food is unbelievable. I'll get to that later, but... Um, we, we were kind of shocked at some of the pricing and like, you know, you come from a place like Kalanta and we kind of like rebelled at the pricing here. You know, we've been cooking at home a lot more in Phuket. Um, if you really looked at the price of these restaurants, it's probably like an Applebee's back home. I'll tell you, no, it's probably a lot cheaper than an Applebee's. I mean, not to pick on Applebee's, but I mean, if I could... You know, do I want to eat at an Applebee's in like, you know, Tulsa, or do I want to eat at a Thai restaurant in Phuket? I don't know. You decide on that one. But you know, definitely not bargain basement pricing. Well, that's it on the do's and don'ts. It was kind of a short segment. I'm going to do a trip report now on Kata Noi, and so that ought to take care of. Um, some of the um, explanation of where we are and uh, perhaps that's why some of you tuned in to hear about this place maybe you're thinking about taking a a trip um, here to Phuket so I will go through um, how we got here we left um, Kalanta about four days ago we got to take a boat from the Kalanta Marina um, all the way into the Phuket Marina. And that process went great. Um, We love when you don't have to do an airport travel day. You don't have to unload all your stuff and, you know, get all your, probably your toiletries out, get your laptop out, do all that stuff. That, that's, that's annoying. Now it's getting better. I mean, it's not that bad, but if there's a long line, you know, that just compounds the whole thing. But hopping on a boat, you know, we can do that. And it was only, it was like an hour and a half. You just cruise across the Andaman Sea. Showed up um, at, at the uh, harbor there. And we, again, used the uh, Grab app. We used the Grab app to get a taxi. And this is the second time we've done this. We did it in Krabby Airport. And then we did it here. And we saved over $60 USD each time we did this. So, um, you know, I implore you to not, you don't have to line up your transportation in advance. We, we were doing that. We were going to look into it and it was like $80 and you don't have to do that. You can save that 65 bucks. They can buy a lot of food, uh, for you and your family. Um, they, they really they capitalize on people that are only here for a couple of weeks and they think, oh, what the heck? Uh, I'd like to know when my ride's going to be there. Don't be a wuss. Um, 
there's plenty of grabs that, you know, we got a, we got a, a, a car pretty quickly and it's a great price. So I don't know, maybe you'd rather, uh, maybe you rest easy knowing that you have someone there to pick you up, but wherever there's grab, we have been using grab. So I highly recommend it. Um, so we got to our place. We're at the Sea View residence um, in Katanoi. There, there is uh, Patang Beach. There's Karen Beach, and this is moving north to south. And there's Kata, Main Kata, and there's Katanoi, which is Little Kata. That's where that's where we are. And I have you know five minute walk to the beach here. I talked earlier in the show about the fact that there are waves here, and we're just. Uh, we're exhausted from, from diving into waves. I mean, it reminds me of going to New Jersey when I was a kid when the, when the beach wasn't all messed up. I think Hurricane Sandy destroyed that beach about 20 years ago, and it's just not like it used to be. Um, this beach is a nice flat sand beach with, with some sandbar action. Um, you know, you, you surfers will kind of understand that that sandbars make for unpredictable wave location but good shape very good shaped waves um and uh no no coral reef break like bali um the coral reef break i couldn't figure it out but i know a you know flat bottom sand break um beach break kind of like this one i can figure that out now the question is does it, does it have enough power to hop up on a surfboard so that's the next step and I, I think on Christmas Eve, I'm going to go, I'm going to take the board out. Um, I'll let you guys know how that goes. Um, we have a, a sea view. We're looking out over the Andaman here in the cove. And you can walk down into this small town. There's a couple of mini marts. A couple of mini marts down there. Um, not much, though. The main town, Cata. You have to, it's about a 15 minute walk up these hills. So it's really not um, practical, practicable um, to get up there on a regular basis without any kind of transportation. Um, the Grab app, unfortunately, it's, it's a bit expensive if you try to use it here. They charge a base fare. Um, and then they have these Tuk um, Tuk cabs, which are, a little cheaper than the grab so that's how we'll go up into the town um but if you're on a traveler's budget like us you're not you're just not going to go up there every day um it's just not feasible so we we did one big trip out to the main costco style grocery store and got a ton of food for the week i think we'll have to do that again that worked really well but um you can rent scooters they're more expensive here than in Kolanta. Kolanta was just a dream. I loved the pricing there. Um, I really miss the place. We all we all do. But we, we love Katanoi. And I'm, I'm going to talk to a lady tomorrow about renting a couple of scooters for the day so we can get around, do some grocery shopping. We have a cooking class lined up tomorrow. So that's going to be really fun. Um, we're going to... I, I don't know what the schedule is. It's three hours. The lady gave us um, the a private class for the public class rate. She saw that we had young kids, and she said, 
you know, she'd, she'd rather have the kids um, be in a private class. And we'd already said, we, you know, we don't want to pay that. And she said, no problem. So uh, guilt tripped us a little bit, but I'm kind of past the guilt trip now. You know, um, I don't, I don't know if she didn't fill her class or something. How am I, how do I know what, what she was really doing? But um, bless her heart because it's going to be awesome. And if you uh, have had Thai food, I, you know, I thought I had had some Thai food somewhere in there, you know, I mean, pad Thai, everyone's heard of that, but it's a whole different ball game. They do some amazing curries, tons of cool like pepper combos, um, lemongrass everywhere, garlic everywhere, some cardamom. Um, these curries are amazing. The shrimp are really good, but again, I, I've been really teeing off on the chicken because I just see chickens everywhere. So, I mean, those, you know, look at, there's chickens right there. They're all over the place. So I'm going for the chicken. It's been great. My favorite's called the Massaman curry. And um, I also like the green curry. I like the yellow. The Tom Yam Kung is what everyone kind of goes for in my family. Kung means shrimp. I feel like I talked about this on the last episode. I, I apologize. Um, uh, the, so yeah. Oh, and they have these red skin, uh, red skin peanuts that they throw in these curries and it's just brilliant. And it's, it's pretty cheap stuff. Um, overall we have an H Mart, um, a, uh, Asian grocery store, Oriental food store next to our house back home. And I am going to march right into that place after this trip. And I'm going to get to know that place intimately because I've been in there before, but I was, I was somewhat lost. We had a Thai au pair that took us there one time and she walked us through what we had to know about it. And it, it was helpful, but I feel like I'm going to be so prepared to, to march into that, that place. So yeah, we've been doing dinners in, in our apartment, which is a very nice apartment. We've been eating at this place on the beach called the blue shark, uh, which is actually pretty cool. You know, it, it's a cool beach bar with good food and it's good prices. So we've just been hammering that thing. And, um, this is the Christmas episode, so we have to talk about Christmas. Um, I hope that uh, everyone has a chance to kind of relax. And I know the world's it's crazy. It's crazy out there right now. Um, I know the markets are crazy. Very uncomfortable stock markets worldwide, equity markets, um, real estate. You know, I'm in the real estate world, and people don't don't quite know what to make of it the the veterans that i see i mean they're still buying stuff they're out there that's just what they do like if you're a veteran real estate investor there's n- you don't sit on the sidelines your your job is to go buy properties so that's, just, so that's just what they're doing regardless of the market you just make it work somehow um but it's a strange market and uh but i hope everyone's taking some time off of work I used to love, I mean, I'm a huge sucker for Christmas. I know everyone is, but I used to love sitting around, you know, 
having that afternoon beer, taking that nap, hanging out with the kids. There's not much going on. They're home from school. Um, there's really nothing to do. I love having nothing to do. Um, I don't know why. I'm, I'm pretty boring that way. Um, drives people crazy, but I, I love boredom. I always have. And we are... We have our cooking class, and then we're going to some local markets. Um, the thing about doing these sort of classes with um, tour guides, chefs, snorkel guides, um, you know, that you get if you if you do the right tour, <coughs> you you get good uh, you get good value out of it because you can use the lessons on your trip past the initial day you know we were in uh istanbul you know we had our our tour guide on the first day and the rest of our trip was a lot better because of the things that he taught us and and, uh so it's invaluable stuff and we're hoping that tomorrow we get a lot of information from this thai chef that we can take into those markets and um, i already i know how to make my massaman and my green curry so that's on my list this weekend where um, the kids um, decided they just wanted to cook a bunch of meals, a bunch of Thai meals at home for the Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We're going we're gonna to call our family back home. We have to do that in the morning here. So we're definitely doing the, the Christmas Eve calls and the Christmas Day call. And we're just we're cooking. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I love my mango sticky rice. It's just such an awesome dessert, and it's so easy, and all, they have all the ingredients here. Great ingredients. You don't have to import anything. I mean, that's like my, my thing. That's my mantra. Wherever you go, you should be doing, you should be trying the local stuff. And it's going to be the best ingredients because they're, they're only buying local stuff. They're not importing. And for some people, that is... Uh, that's a non-starter. They don't want to, they don't really want to get out of their comfort zone. And, um, I do. I like getting out of my comfort zone. I think that people, that's a, that's a good thing. And traveling is a great way to do that. Um, I, we, you know, we've, we've had to adjust on the fly, but I'm telling you, it's, you know, it's really good stuff. I mean, Thai, Thai food, it's not like there's a lot of adjustment there. I mean, it's terrific, you know, fit world famous cuisine. It's not like we're having to eat some crazy stuff. So, but, um, you already know that I, I really like the, uh, sang some pina coladas. I told the bartender yesterday that that's, I told him how I made mine. And, uh, he, he said, all right, I'll, I'll try it. He didn't put as much sang some as you want to in there. You know, put a lot of sang some. There's another rum called Mekong, named after the Mekong Delta in Vietnam. I'll have to give that one a try. These are these are cheap rums. They're going to give you a bad headache, but it's worth it. And uh, yeah, so that's that's going to be our holiday. Um, I'm very nostalgic about Christmas movies. We uh, we watched Elf last night as a family. It's awesome. Love that. Um, I hope you have your favorite Christmas movies. Uh, we really like the Polar Express, too. That's a good kids one. Um, 
love the elf love the elf movie with uh um will ferrell of course brilliant every time he gets on screen um i'm going to be watching the rick steves uh christmas tonight that's going to be mine um and obviously the not obviously maybe you don't know but the the grinch the um the cartoon grinch the remake with uh, benedict cumberbatch as the as the grinch is a phenomenal movie and does not get enough credit i recommend that one and they're obvious you know everyone has their own favorite our family used to do the national lampoons christmas with chevy chase we used to do that all the time might have to dust that one off that's a good one so i hope everyone has a terrific christmas or whatever it is you celebrate um we our kids are finally excited you know we were waiting to see like would they really care about it but i think they're excited they know they'll get something here we're we're gonna get them a bunch of like uh chocolates and sweets that we know that they've liked in thailand um and a couple other like smaller gifts you know we we can't buy stuff for them to go travel around with um so it'll be a fun christmas for for the kids that's important we don't want to um, rip them off on their holidays we already did that with halloween and halloween's a big one for kids they they love it so uh we've been doing the best we can and and celebrating so um we will uh try to do a podcast next week i'll i should have time you know it's not like i'm taking a week off to go on a vacation or something so We'll, uh, we'll figure out something to talk about next week. And until then, have a great holiday. Um, if you uh, look in the show notes, you can follow me on Instagram. Check out some of the other um, uh, blogs that, that we do. We do a couple of them. And I was on a podcast last week um, about, it was a podcast about France. And it was a lot of fun. But it's not coming out for like three months. So this is the last time I'll talk about it. But I will I'll, I'll link to it when it's out. And I'll make a huge deal about it. I'm so excited. All right. That's it. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And we will uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this show. I am constantly trying to improve through the process of iteration. Your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending it here. We are now available on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Wherever you are listening, please take a moment to leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. And I promise to do whatever I can to send you good vibes. Good vibes.